Hey, my name is Jay Strack, and I want to give a shout out to There's Always a Way podcast community. So grateful for your unbelievable support and encouragement. We have a dynamite podcast following, but I've got to give you, with Tammy Hine, but I've got to give you a very important message. It's called the Global Outcomes Conference 2023. The Global Outcomes Conference 2023. It is a digital global experience. It begins September 1, 2023. And it's the conference you'll want to be a part of. Invite all your executive staff, invite your team, but also all your international global partners. Listen, this is a game changer. As you get ready to enjoy this podcast with Tammy Hine, please mark that date. I want you to know, go to outcomesconference.org forward slash global. Enjoy. Every one of us in this room, we've got dreams, things with all our heart we'd really like to do. But I promise you the only way to get there is to make today count. Start and be faithful in the small things. Well, hello again. I don't know if you're on a treadmill, in a car. I don't know if you're watching, if you're listening. I hope if you're in the car or the treadmill, you're not watching. But I just want you to know we're pumped about you being with us. There's always a way podcast. I'm always blown away by all the different uh, individuals and fields that people are in that listen to this podcast. But it's my pleasure, one of my great great impressions God showed me years ago, greatest thing I can do for a friend is share my friends. And that's what we do. It's a talk around the table. And I share with you, men and women that have changed my life, made an impact on my life, and also those that I have been around for a while. And I've seen, wow, how God is using them. And that's certainly the case today. Tammy Hine has been president and CEO of Christian Leadership Alliance since 2012. Her professional career before that, her CV, her resume, I mean, man, it blows, it blows you away. All the executive experience she had, technology, marketing, publishing, retail. I mean, that's almost from soup to none. I mean, that's the whole, that's the whole kit and caboodle. And she's been executives in every one of those fields. And it's kind of a who's who place. She's been the president of Borders. And Tammy, I had the privilege of meeting you when you were the uh, executive vice president and chief publishing author for Thomas Nelson Publications. And at that time, their footprint was the biggest in the world, largest in the world. And Tammy, I was uh, very grateful for my interactions with you there. But but it, there's more than that. Not only have you served at one of the largest Christian publishers, but at one time, Borders, we all know the role they played. I kept them in business, I think, three years by myself. But it's just amazing. And then to see all the nonprofit ministry boards that you have set on, and I don't mean for two months or four months. I mean, some of them, we're talking about real commitment. You've been on the boards of Equip, Lead Like Jesus, Christian Alliance for Orphans, 
and growing leaders and Christianity today. And now here you are still doing what you've been doing all those years. Tammy and her husband, Dale, they live in right outside Nashville. And I'm about to share with you what sounds like the most rural situation on the planet. They're very active in the ministry of Long Hollow Church. Now, if that doesn't sound country, but yet <laughs> when you go to that church, it's unbelievable. And not only is the church one of the most effective and one of the most anointed ministries I know of in the local church, and it's mega in every every step of the word, but also their new their pastor. I keep wanting to call Robbie new but he's not, but he followed one of my closest friends and one of the uh, very effective leaders. And then they went after this younger guy and you talk about a difference, but yet how God has used that. And the ministry not only has gone on, but it's growing and excelling. So I'm grateful for your life. I'm grateful for your family. I'm grateful for how you serve in the local church. And Tammy, most of all, I'm grateful that you'd be with us today. Well, thank you so much, Jay. It's such a joy to be able to spend time with you and even just to track, you know, God's hand on your ministry and your heart for next generation leaders. <clears throat> you know, obviously when you were talking about some of the boards I've served on, it's always got that leadership emphasis in it, you know, influencing others and influencing others the way Jesus would influence others. And um, you mentioned Long Hollow, and I know that there have been so many students from that church, from my church that have benefited from the experience that you have provided them. And it matters that generation. It is worth fighting for. Amen. It is I worth agree. fighting for. Well, thank you for that, Tammy. So Tammy, I want to, I always ask our guest um, a certain phrase. And I ask, what is the very first thing you think of when you hear that? And the phrase is, there's always a way. Not only is that the title of this broadcast, but I've, had that written in my Bible since about two years after I gave my life to the Lord. And that was, well, that was a while ago. I was 17 when in the Jesus movement, but there was something God showed me early on. Hey, Jay, there's a way you can overcome your past. You can, you can be used by me, even though you got your dyslexic, your ADD, no college wants you. I mean, you know, so that phrase was burned into my heart and life. And so, Tammy, I would be uh, remiss if I didn't ask you, with your background, all you've gone through, all the preparation and all the service, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear there's always a way? Well, the first thing I think of is that that's really been the story of my faith journey. Uh, you mentioned being part of that Jesus movement. Well, I would say I was one ripple away from that. And when I think of the dreams that I had and how in love I was with the idea of God growing up, but how I didn't encounter him fully until the day after I graduated from high school. And at that moment of conversion, surrendered every one of my plans. If you could imagine having this big dream, seeing it realized, and then meeting Jesus, encountering him, and then getting on the phone and canceling out on the job, telling my roommate I wasn't moving to St. Louis. And then just saying, here I am, Lord, and I'm going to say yes before I even know what's required of me. And in the process of three months from the day of my salvation to um, my baptism, watched God move through, say, my mother, my father, who thought there was no hope, that they were so far beyond the, the, 
the realm of grace because they were told that lie when they were young. My husband today, which we've been together for 47 years, my brother, my sister, that God worked a miracle in our family and this prayer of a seven-year-old heart. I used to, my, my grandmother paid for my um, education and part of it required that I went to um, the Catholic church down the street and I would put a $7 tithe. And I would watch those pews fill up with families of people. And I'd say, Lord, where's mine? And then in that year, after that baptism, I sat in, per in church and I looked down and I saw there is always a way that there is nothing beyond the grace of God. And he answered that moment, that deep, deep, deep desire and a seven-year-old's heart. And got to see the miracle and the things that he did beyond that. And so what I find is my whole journey has been, you, never, you may not feel qualified. You may be pushed beyond something that you don't know, but you have to just trust that I'm going to do what I can do. And then God shows up and there is always a way through and everything about him way maker. He's a mountain mover. He is all those things that, um, it's been amazing to live a life in awestruck at the hand of God, always operating and just saying, and there he is again. He is so with us to delight and surprise us and to constantly surprise us with fulfilling those deep desires that we have in our heart that sometimes we're afraid to even utter because we just want to keep them so surrendered to him. Well, that's exciting, Tammy. And it's uh, when we look at your, again, your CV, your resume, uh, we go, man, here's somebody that's been on the fast track, somebody that's just gone from here to here to here. But yet, I think a lot of us know most of the time, almost all the time, it's the Lord who put us in that situation. And then away we went, whole new chapter, but yet it was all part of the grand design. And when I hear about this amazing ministry you're a part of now, uh, since 2012, when I hear about the emphasis of that ministry, and I want us to talk a great deal about it, I want us to talk a great deal about the uh, upcoming conference, international conference. But I must ask one other question, Tammy, because I'd ask mm -hmm. you this if we were on a plane or whatever, if, knowing what I know about you. Tammy, when did the leadership part come into that equation no, the passion for the lord the desire to serve him the wonder i can't believe god wants me and you know using me and as we begin our walk with the lord we got a faith journey but i've also noticed through the years that there are those that have also sort of had a leadership journey when they really began to realize i've either got to learn how to lead myself well or i need to be learning how to help lead others well so I'm curious, as we look at this, we talk about leadership. This is it, your CV, your resume. That is leadership. That's leadership 101, 201, 301, 501, all right? So what? tell me a little bit about how that began. Jay, I think that that started very, very young. I think that uh, I was born influencing, <laughs> whether it was starting with my mother and father or my circle of friends. And that ability to influence was recognized early in my life. And so people would call me to positions of responsibility. And I loved serving. 
I, I was never afraid to get my hands dirty. I, there was joy in it before I even really understood it fully. And then as I continued, I was also very determined and decisive when I was young that I wanted to be able to have a different kind of life than my parents had. I mean, um, you know, we were, we were poor and there were just so many things I knew that they wanted to do that they couldn't do. And, uh, that drove me to be the first in our family to ever go to college and to fund that myself and to be able to do that. And then being involved on campus. So those leadership opportunities seem to be very natural. Uh, and when I was working through high school and college, I was working at Federate department stores. A lot of people just saw that in me and that I had a willingness to do the things that maybe other people wouldn't do. And I didn't complain about it. I mean, I was just grateful to have an opportunity to, to make a difference. And the blessing of having people who see things you may not see in yourself and giving you extraordinary opportunities to do more has been really the story of that journey. Uh, and <clears throat> after I was saved, I would say I became a very present person. So seizing everything in that day. Prior to being saved, I probably would have been thinking more, well, what am I doing today and how's that going to advance me for tomorrow? So it was really seen as a journey, a journey that I'm on to get somewhere. But it went to, no, I'm all here today. And there were many times in my professional career that, you know, seniors would say to me, well, we want to move you into this position and we want you to do that. And I went, do I really have to do that? I mean, I love what I'm doing right now. And I had some pretty harsh reality conversations, especially in the professional, in the, in the for-profit world about, no, we're telling you that's where you're going and what you're going to do. Um, and I never felt fully ready for that, but I just said, okay, Lord, I'm going to do what I can do. And when I need you to show up, you're going to need to show up and I'm just going to find what you have for me here. But that, that we have today approach and it doesn't mean that not thinking strategically and not thinking ahead of about things. I mean, that's part of a leader's role and responsibility too, but just saying today matters. Mm. What do we do today? Lord, what do you have for me today? I don't want to miss what you have today. And um, I think that's really led me on the journey. I don't know if it's one I would have mapped for myself at all, mm. um, but I wouldn't change a day of it. The good, the bad, the difficult, the hard. I mean, I really felt like there were moments all along the way where intense refining, intense breaking, you know, just God bringing me closer to what he wanted me to be. Tammy, I love, obviously, I love what you just broke down. It sounds like the first two days of our Student Leadership 101, where we're saying to these students, trying to give them a 20-year head start, right? But we're saying to these students, listen, wherever you are, be there. I mean, that sounds mm -hmm. kind of corny, but that's probably some of the greatest advice you can give somebody. Lean in wherever you are. You're in class, you're in church, you're sitting with your parents, your grand, whatever it may be. You're on a flight, wherever you are, be there. And let's capture those moments. You capture the moments and all these big things happen. You never once talked about a title you were going after or a position you were going after. And you use several words four or five times. I was an influencer. Well, that's, as you know, Tammy, uh, that's the one word definition of leadership. 
And how do you earn the right to lead? And especially for students to learn. You earn the right to lead by uh, serving. And as yes. we begin to serve, it's amazing how these other things come about. So, man, I could just take your segment and play that at the 101s and I won't have to be there all day, you know. Well, Jay, what I think is so priceless in the things that you do is the earlier in our journey that we understand there are three things that we absolutely, God has given us that we we really do have power over to make decisions with. It's the words we speak. It's the presence that we give. And in a time right now where there are so many distractions to be all there for someone for one minute is probably worth hours of being scattered about it. And then our talents and gifts, our unique wiring. And how do we put that on the altar? I mean, every day I am in Romans 12, one and two, and it's like, Lord, this is my living sacrifice. Hmm. It is my act of worship. It is my act of service. You made me, you created me, and I know that you have prepared the plans for me before I was even born. And these are yours today. And I don't want to conform to the things that are going wrong. I want to be centered to you. Lord, help me lead with a heart that's centered to your holy, good, and perfect will. Amen. And it, get me there. Well, Tammy, you've gone from what everybody else is going, man, I need to sit down and rest after what all you've done with your life and positions of influence and little positions that have made a difference, whether on a, that board or the organization you were leading. But Tammy, I, I'm really excited. This new, and I say new, it's not really that new for you, but I've always known you, known you in this other world. I, you know, so I'm learning about the Alliance now and I'm going, well, wait a minute, what's going on? Where have I been? You know, and I've, I'm kind of coming to the party late. And so the Alliance is 47 years already. And listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, listen. It's celebrating 47 years, and I, I want, wrote it down so I'd get it right, of bringing unity and training to ministries. Now, I got to be honest, when I read that, I'm going, not only, you know, that's Jesus language, but that's almost mission impossible. I mean, you know, I've been in ministry almost 50 years. So you start talking about, let's get these ministries and let's share what we know and let's help each other. Let's block and tackle for each other, right? Let's fulfill. But everything I read about this uh, amazing Christian leadership alliance is Jesus language. That's what he prayed in the garden, his last prayer on earth, you know, other than Father, forgive them. They don't know what they do. But uh when he prayed, Lord, make us one. And so as I began to unpack all that you're doing, then I began to hear about the conferences coming. And what an illustration. So the best way to really describe what the ministry is about and that you've been at now for these years is to really talk about what's next. Mm -hmm. And we've got an event. Notice I said we. I hope you all know now that I'm a big part of this. But anyway, uh, Tammy, when we talk about ministries sharing, we're not just talking about in our city or our denomination. We're talking globally. So I'm going to ask you to take us from this position to 60 miles an hour about your involvement with this, 
how you got to, what was the one thing that made you go, this is what now all this other has been preparing me for, right? This mm -hmm. is it. This is, I don't know what else the Lord may have, but I got enough on, I got a lot on my plate right now. So help us get a sense of not only the ministry, the uniqueness of it, the power of it, the, the, the footprint of it, because we are talking global, but also, um, what an opportunity it is for our churches here. So not only do I want our pastors and our Christian schools, and not only do I want all our university classes that are watching these, I want us to make this part of our life. I want you to take advantage, and I promise you, our team and myself will be taking advantage of what we're going to talk about. But it's coming up, so have your pen, pencil, lipstick, mascara nearby. I want you to write it down, and I promise you, you... And you probably need to get your some of your key team members to be a part of it as well. But there's one other step I want you to be ready for because Tammy's going to address it. I want you to begin to ask the Lord to bring to mind those international individuals you know that are lit that are serving and giving all they've got. But frankly, you know that what they're learning sometimes may be ten years from when we learn that. So we can help them not only catch up, but we can also help them learn skills they would have never known. And I've already made a list. I've been in 43 countries. I think Diane and I have made a list of some 20. And uh, it may be one individual in that uh, country. It may be 40. Or it may be a, an alliance of churches or an a network. So, uh, Tammy, the floor is yours. Tell the orchestra what to play. But Let's talk about this conference, the why, and this is one of the most impressive value-added events I know of. So make us, make us, you know, a good Baptist knows how to make folks go, man, if you miss this, you're in trouble. I mean, you know how us Baptists do, but, but Tammy, unpack the vision of this conference coming up the dates and everything that is involved. Thanks, Jay. I, I, I would have to begin with saying this is an always away story. Mm -hmm. uh, COVID hit in 2020. We were getting ready to have our live conference. I was sitting in the same chair I'm sitting today. We were working with the Hyatt. It was overwhelming about the precautions that we would need to, need to take in an unknown time. And this was March 12th, which is kind of one of those dates that live on for everyone. And we got the call that Texas had closed down. And I sat in this chair and I said, so Lord, Christian Leadership Alliance will be the first casualty of COVID, first Christian casualty of COVID because we're bankrupt. It's over. There's not anything we can do. And while you have all those emotions about everything that you've planned, that's not going to happen. I said, Lord, I can't even process. I don't even want to ask you why that may be a later lament, but tell me how to walk through this in a way that will honor you. I know that you have a purpose in this. Let's not miss what your purpose is. And just gave it all to God. Um, in one hour, I got a call from a tech firm that we had been working with. And I've always been a believer that technology subdued for God's purpose will reach the help us reach the ends of the earth. And we had been working on a project and he called and he said, I just got out of a meeting with the, our, our senior leadership and that platform that we've been talking about, we think 
if you will build it with us, he gave me a lot more credit for being tech savvy than I believe I am. But if you will build it with us, we could produce your live event and it could go forward. And in Jay, in like two hours, I'm calling the board and saying, this is a hope. This is a way to do it. And we watched all of our exhibitors, all of our faculty, all of our keynote agree to move online. And we ended up training over 7,000 people, more people than we ever would have trained had we had it in Dallas in a hotel venue. I remember saying to my team, this may be the last time we get to do anything like this. We don't know what's ahead with this global pandemic, but what an amazing finish. And it was pretty remarkable. And we learned a whole lot. Well, after it was over, I was in another meeting. And then at the end of that meeting, God made it clear that it was time to take it global. Now, Jay, this was the day when people did have, organizations did have five-year plans and had a pretty good shot at them, <laughs> you know, happening the way that you planned them maybe, or at least close. We hadn't thought about global until 2025. And I was so overwhelmed that I took a 16-hour nap. And when I got up, I said, Lord, I have no idea how to begin, but I'm here. And I opened up my laptop and I got an email from someone and it was the perfect person. It was someone who was with the Lausanne movement. And he said, Tammy, I see the vision. I'm right here with you. We talked in LA uh, traffic all the way home. He said, I'm going to go make connections tonight and get you all set up. The next morning, Jay, I got a call from the dean of the school of business at Biola saying that he passed in the night. And I I can't even tell you how I felt in that moment. I mean, a, a beloved friend, completely grief, grief stricken, but thing, I just was talking to him yesterday <clears throat> and Jay, I opened up my computer after I communicated um, his passing with some beloved friends and he had written all of those emails. Done. So like the last thing you got to do on this side of heaven was to make the connection connections. Going through that, it was really hard to send the email because he said, copy me on all of this because I don't want to miss anything. And I thought, well, he's got a front row seat now. And within 30 days, we had 10 global partners. And so the very first time we did this, we had all the recorded content from the conference because we had to move it onto the platform. So literally people coming to the conference, you know, there's a finite amount of time. Now, all of that training could be viewed like there's no limits on time and we were able to produce that globally and in 30 days we were in uh 48 countries and 20 percent of those countries had a christian population of less than five percent wow. i got an email from a palestinian pastor in bethlehem whose ministry was taking care of syrian refugees and sharing the gospel to muslims in the west bank he said, I'm huddled up in the basement of the church with my team, and we're watching all of this. We can't leave this place. We could never go anywhere. This is water in the desert. And in that moment, God just gave me this huge revelation about what is possible in this time and place. So we've continued to do this, and we select faculty from the live event, but now we have global partners. And in some of the things we're doing, we'll have resources available up to 10 different languages. And so this community, Christian Leadership Alliance, 
has come together to fund it as our gift back to the world because we are so rich with resources in this country. And there's such a great need in other places. So we're getting ready to do this for the fourth time. Uh, people can find out about it by going to the outcomesconference.org backslash global. And there they can, if they're in North America, they can register to attend the event. If they are outside of North America, then they can apply for a scholarship and they'll be, they'll be let in. There is more than enough for people to apply. It will start on September 1st and people will have two months to consume all the content that's in there. Uh, we have the main stage presentations. Um, we kick off with uh, Dr. Mark Job from Moody Bible Institute. The theme is entrusted and his whole message is on, we've been entrusted with this great thing and he tells the story of Saul, but how it is our own insecurities that prevent us from stepping fully into what God has entrusted to us. So there's a whole lineup of amazing speakers. Jeremy Cluth will take us through Daniel one through six, and it'll be this, this whole uh, dramatic interpretation of the scripture. When you think about Daniel entrusted into a time that didn't look like any other time, it felt so incredibly relevant. And then there'll be worship. And then from that, uh, we will go into leadership intensives, which are more than just a 30-minute workshop or segment. It's a series of videos, and there's seven leadership intensives. And then we have 40 workshops that have been recorded, and we will be doing live broadcasts with faculty so people can join in and ask questions and engage. And then we will be broadcasting globally from six different parts of the world, where leaders will come in live. And they'll present and all the things that are live will be recorded and then put back into the platform on demand. So there's 150 learning experiences that people will have access to for that time. And what we hope is that they'll share it, that they will bring, that they will sit around with their teams, that they'll watch things and they'll discuss them. It was interesting when this first happened. Uh, it was crazy. <laughs> we didn't know what was going to happen in the world, right? And God used that as a beautiful way to unify us, even to just sit and say, we don't know. We don't know how to test. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And we saw one of our four promises come to life, the power of collaborative community when God brings his people together with the things that they know and they invest their best in each other. God shows up and makes a way. And that's what he did. So there was professional training, this collaborative community, which now includes the voices and the minds from leaders all around the world. There will be inspiration. There will be encouragement. And there will be training that will help us learn to lead and be more like Jesus as we do it. So um, I encourage everyone, www.outcomesconference.org backslash global. Simply apply, send it to there. This would be a great thing for churches to send to their international partners and leaders that they work with, leaders that they fund, um, organizations that they form, fund internationally, because much of what we teach is the stewardship of running the ministry. And why we focus on that, we put the business in ministry, because when God says go, we want everybody to go fast. Mm. And it's how we steward those resources 
that enable us to respond so fast to what God is doing. So for church staff, it's great for the administrative teams. Again, we're going to talk about finance and risk and legal and HR. We're going to talk about raising funds, internet and technology, marketing communication. And then we're going to talk about personal leadership, executive leadership, and board governance. So we cover all the things that are essential to get things done in our ministry. You know, 50% of ministries don't make it after three years, especially in the nonprofit space. And it is never a lack of vision or enthusiasm. It's a lack of the basic competencies to steward things well so that there's a solid foundation. And it's applicable really for, for everyone that is in ministry to come. And because it's free internationally, if someone comes and there's one thing that they watch, I am fully convinced that God will meet them right where they are and take them to the next step of where he wants them to go without a doubt. Um, one precious moment in this, again, just to try to capture the size of the opportunity. In 2012, when I came to CLA, Raj came from India. And he was sitting in the CEO forum and he said, ma'am, ma'am, I'm here because God told me to plant a thousand churches in India. Now, Jay, my first reaction was, oh, this is not a church planning conference. I mean, that was the first thing I thought of because we're so rich here. We right. can have those kind of conferences. And he was there and I said, Raj, as long as you want to come, we will make a way. There will always be a way for you to come to this conference. In 2019, I did not see Raj. And I was like, where is he? Where is he? He comes up and we're getting ready to go in the general session. He says, ma'am, ma'am, I want you to know that all the churches in India have been fasting and praying. And I said, Raj, well, that explains everything because the spirit of God has been so present and moves so beautifully. And he said, and we have 1900 churches now. So I put him on camera just to try to tell it. And his English was good, but he, that was not expected. And I recorded it. When we launched the global digital experience, he worked tirelessly to connect all of those churches. And I can't tell you what it meant to be sitting in this chair at 2 a.m. in the morning, watching Raj lead beautifully a panel discussion and to see the faces of all those pastors and knowing that what it took seven years of him attending a conference to try to learn to get it all in they now had complete access to. And that's what we're offering from September, from September 1st until October 31st this year. The opportunity for people to come and learn and grow and be in a collaborative community with perspectives all around the world and to see God move. Tammy, you're going to have to listen to three things I wrote down as I went through the vision. Number one, I wrote outcomes, outcomes, outcomes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always say, man, I'm a scoreboard guy. You know, I want to, you know, I want to know, you know, we got to put it on the scoreboard. But I tell you, I don't know anything that we need more in the body of Christ than, yes, we need unity. Yes, we need leadership. But we also need to remind everybody we're here for a purpose. And that mm -hmm. purpose is outcomes. 
and that's in a very with whatever the ministry may be you know uh those uh I, I, I pray so much for haiti and what all i know you your heart's still there you know but uh on on taking care of those or orphans but there's thousands being orphaned almost every every day or every week in haiti right now with what's going on so there's all kinds of outcomes but it's when we're fulfilling that vision. So I wrote down outcomes three times. The second thing I wrote down is, uh, you know, sticky Jesus is what you wrote in your first book. But this really is sticky leadership principles. And it's not just the top 10 things a leader needs to know. It's not 10 positive thoughts we need to capture the day. I mean, we're lifting up the hood here. You know, we're getting grease on us. We're going to learn how the car works. And maybe this is what you're struggling with, or maybe it's here. And so I'm blown away. So I wrote down the great verse in the book of Habakkuk. All right. And it says, you know, here's this prophet. He was the minor prophet because all he did is whine in the first chapter. He's a crying, whining, where's God? Nothing's happening. Everything bad's going on. So number one, you know, he is, uh, you know, he is, uh, you know, in the dungeon almost and by his attitude. In fact, some commentators call him the, the doubting Thomas of the Old Testament. Next thing we know, God gave him a word and he's up on the wall. Okay. So we went from being complaining and whining to all of a sudden now, He's on the wall and he says, I'm not leaving till God gives me a word. All right. Now, notice the Lord said to him, write it, record it and make it plain. And what an opportunity for a bunch of stuff. And, you know, I've got a lot of degrees and I've been around a long time. I'm telling you, you're dealing with subjects that I know more at this stage with the education and all the opportunities, I would no more would know how to start or how to fix. So, I mean, we're talking about from outcomes and you can do it and all those emotional, spiritual things that need to happen. But then we talk about, let's forget. And I wrote down the end of average when I read about what you were doing, the end of average. Second thing, the end of competition because it's impossible to try to get your head around what y'all were doing at the Christian Leadership Alliance. And especially as you look at this conference, you know, there, there's no competition at all. In fact, what we've learned, here it is. We're not selling it to you for overseas. You know, everyone around the world, the body can benefit. So there's no competition. And, uh, and, the, and, and it's more than cooperation. And you touched on it twice in what you just shared. It's collaborative. If we'll collaborate together, if I bring my couple loaves and fishes and you bring your couple loaves and fishes and I bring a couple of my buddies and you bring a couple hundred of some of the leading thought leaders and leaders of ministry and technology and all the things that the church in the 21st century is going to have to, to understand well. So anyway, those were random things that I wrote down just looking carefully at this conference. And, you know, we have a lot of opportunities here with what we do. And we know a lot of great people like you, Tammy. But where else 
And this is what I wrote down literally. I want to get it. How many times can I sit at my desk at my convenience, right? Yes. And convene with the leading Christian nonprofit leaders worldwide. We're all in this together. And I promise you what that guy's going through in Haiti's probably got three or four things that we could learn from. I mean, so, so number one, I can sit at my desk at my convenience and I can hear kind of the best practices, if you will, are what are the three or four challenges that are still plaguing us? Where else can I do that? Number one, I can engage in the live learning experience. And of course, at the recorded learning experiences, uh, I can strengthen mission critical competencies. Now, I've never used that before in my life until I began to study what your comp. I've never used that phrase before, right? But that's what it's all about. I mean, you want a, you want a conference pastor or educator or uh, church leader. You want a conference that's going to make a difference in your life and in your ministry. This is what we're talking about. But it's mission-critical competencies. It's not about, you know, what color is the most popular, what songs your praise team is singing. We're talking about lifting up the hood and dealing with those mission critical competencies. So my leadership capacity can grow. Your staff's leadership capacity can grow and also expanding the kingdom impact. It really is, you know, you did sticky Jesus those years ago, but this is sticky leadership, spiritual leadership that we are going to be able to learn at this conference. And I got to be honest with you, Tammy, I've known nothing about the conference until I began to go, well, I wonder what Tammy's doing now, what she's up to. And then my wife coming back going, you need to really talk to her, you know? So I praise God for the fact that you recorded the vision like Habakkuk did, right? He recorded the vision and he said, make it plain so that they that see it can run. All right. So I, I, I want you to know he went from being the doubting Thomas of the old Testament but then he got this heavenly vision and he wrote it down. And then the Lord began to show him how to make it happen. So chapter one, you know, doubting Thomas. Chapter two, he's on the wall learning, right? And chapter three, he writes what almost every major theologian agrees, that chapter three of the book of Habakkuk is the single greatest collection of praise in one chapter of any book in the Bible. Now, I know we're talking about core competencies. We're talking about getting up to date. We're talking about, you know, outcomes, right? But at the same time, that vision. So Habakkuk went from being the doubting Thomas. How do you do that from to writing the single greatest chapter of praise that many theologians think is right here in this chapter. So that's not bad from a doubting Thomas. So if we're overwhelmed, if we're discouraged, if we feel like, you know, our staff just doesn't get it. I know as leaders, we never think that ever, but you know, it must be the staff. It can't be me. Right. But what an opportunity for us to come together and at our convenience and learn best practices from around the world and plus be encouraging and investing our brothers and sisters that are out there writing feverishly because they may be hearing about this living water while they're in the desert for the first time. There really is a way to get from here to there. 
And so, Tammy, what a vision. And uh, thank God for thought leaders. And you've got a bunch of them that are going to be involved. But thank God for thought leaders that are going, okay, now let's roll up our sleeves and let's really look. What, what's it going to take for us to get this solved? So pastors, everybody in the United States, North America, I would make this an A priority. And all of our brothers and sisters that we know around the planet, I promise you, if we don't tell them, they probably won't know of this conference. And their first reaction will be, well, there's no way I can afford it. My people couldn't afford it but it's free for them. And so what a ministry and uh, that you're giving it away in some of the most no needy areas of the planet. So I'm just uh, thankful. I want our team to be involved. I want to be involved. And I certainly want all our folks uh, who went to school. We got a bunch of credentials, but I didn't learn any of the stuff you're talking about in any of my theological training. And so what I do Sunday morning is a big deal. And what I do when I stand before the students is a big deal. But how do I feel that arena? How do I feel that classroom? How do I give these students this wisdom and opportunity if I don't know it? So this is a chance for us to go, yeah, I've had a lot of education talking about to us in the, in the United States. I've had a lot of education and in England and Scotland and many other areas of the world. We, we, we know a lot, but guess what? I promise you, you read the description, not only who the speakers are, but what are those pressing needs in the body of Christ they're addressing. I promise you, you're going to go, your mama. I mean, that's just kind of a Hebrew, <laughs> place, but I promise it'll come out. So, uh, man, you're giving us more rocks for the slingshot. Amen. That's the Lord is providing that really. We, we have the privilege to create places and spaces for people to come together, for Christian leaders to come together, to convene again, to invest their best in each other. And what I would say is for those that will make space to come and do this, do not make it a passive experience. Uh, I meant what I said, you know, we have our words that can infer, uh, affirm and encourage someone. We have our presence and being there showing up thinking you don't have something to offer is a big mistake a big mistake. There is, we all have something to give and we all have talents and insights. We all have experiences. I know this is a familiar phrase. You'll appreciate this, Jay. You know, Pastor Robbie always says the gospel came to you on its way to someone else. As believers in Christ, so do the experiences that God walks us through. I don't know anyone. And, and you hear people say all the time, well, I was talking to someone and I kind of went through that. God does that all the time. This is an opportunity to be a hand to someone else to say, I know that journey and let me reach out to you and tell you how I walked through that and what God did through it. So everyone who comes and commits themselves to really showing up with all three of those things will be blessed beyond measure, beyond measure. Well, let me make this plain and put it in big letters and record the vision. www.christianleadershipalliance.org. Christianleadershipalliance.org. I want you to check it out. And then I want you to really have that word pressed on your heart like happened to me. Outcomes. It's all about the outcomes and what it takes to get it done. Last thing, Tammy. Uh, I read on your website this phrase 
technology, and I'm doing a lot with the youth mental health, and I'm mm -hmm. speaking a lot about what all our students are getting inundated with, with mm -hmm. all the social media and the private chat and all that's going on. What a phrase. You wrote, technology can be darkness, but outcomes is redeeming it by filling the internet with biblical management for nonprofits and effective servant leadership principles. Not just a, a, good, a good word here and there, not just a little encouragement sprinkled out. No, no. We're talking about comprehensive, holistic, really kind of hands-on training. And by the way, our brothers and sisters, if we'll turn them on to this event, they don't have to pay anything. We just want them there. We want to invest in them. Notice I said we. So those of us that are involved in this conference, no, but anyway, I, I'll speak for all of us. This is something we need to be a part of. And especially let's light up the internet. Let's make the internet shine a bright light in what has been a lot of darkness. Tammy Hines, I'm tired just talking to you, just hearing about your journey. Do you have that effect a lot? Well, sometimes people say I can be intense, <laughs> but as long as it's advancing the kingdom, I think it's going to be okay, Jay. I do too. Tammy, give us, give us the last word. What's the date again? The date, uh, people can register now. Again, uh, if you are outside of North America, there's just a quick application to fill out. You can do that at outcomesconference.org backslash global, but you can get to that from the landing page of Christian Leadership Alliance. We try to make it easy for you to find those pages. You can also access the programming. There's a space for you to click and review what's being offered so that you can uh, get a little bit deeper into some of the things. The only thing not present will be the live event schedule, and that'll be inside the platform. Um, Christian Leadership Alliance members can sign up for $157. So that's a perfect reason to become a member and have access to all that um, is being offered during this event. So come and see what God will do. And uh, I've seen it over and over, the connections that get made. Uh, if you really want to be present and watch the Holy Spirit do what he does best and see that manifestation working in the hearts of men and women from different ministries with different talents, with different assignments, you'll see that happen in a beautiful way during this event. And different roadblocks. <laughs> and different roadblocks. Because our brothers and sisters, you know better as, as well as anybody, Tammy, there's a lot of roadblocks for them to start that church, to facilitate that church, to expand that church, uh, even just one church, much less 40 yes. churches or 30. And the same with Christian schools. And the government in many parts of the world can change overnight. And so they need this support. They need this know-how. And they also need to know we're in it with them. Tammy Hines, thank you. Thank you, Jay. Always Bless you. And thank you for listening to There's Always a Way with Dr. Jay Strack. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend by taking a screenshot and posting it to your story or tagging us on Instagram or Twitter at the letter jstrack007. If you haven't yet, we'd love for you to rate and review the podcast. Because of you, others are able to be encouraged and equipped by these incredible episodes.